welcome to Life Coaching on the Move, your weekly podcast by me, your host, Dawn Fisk. Welcome along. If you're new to this podcast, then it's an uplifting, inspirational, um, from the heart type of podcast as I'm usually doing things and being creative, I record as I go along. And today, as my regular listeners will know, I'm often on a dog walk as I am now, out in the woods with the dog, thinking and mulling things over. This actually wasn't going to be the topic for today at all. In fact, my other podcasts already ready to um, upload and launch. I have shelved temporarily and decided in the night that I needed to address what's going on at the moment and do a spontaneous podcast this morning out on my dog walk ready to launch later today. Um, And so at the time of recording, we're in the UK and we're in the midst of the virus, the coronavirus, and uh, the government are meeting again today. And it feels like everybody's waiting to be told that we're going into lockdown or that the schools are shutting, restaurants are shutting, etc. It feels like that's imminent now. So I thought it worth doing a practical, uplifting, inspirational, helpful podcast to address that um, and to support you along your way. Um, If we, at the time of listening to this, we have come out the other side of the virus and this is months down the line, because I know people come to this podcast at all different times, then these practical tips today that are in this episode are relevant no matter what, really, they're relevant in life. So it's not just for the virus. So don't um, fast forward this one because all of the techniques and tips apply to any challenges that we may be facing. Uh, There's useful approaches in keeping strong, well, um, and in control and bouncing back from those challenges much sooner by applying a strategy in the right mindset. So do listen and um, I hope you find it useful. If you do find it useful, please share, especially if we are in the midst of the virus, share it with your friends because I know there is an awful lot of anxiety out there and panic and a lot of people concerned, frightened, especially young people. Um, Youngsters are getting really frightened about this because it's affecting them and they've not been through difficult times yet and they haven't got the strategies to cope. And youngsters do get very affected. I remember as a youngster, at sort of 15, 16, the topic of the day that scared us, terrified us actually, was the threat of a nuclear bomb going off. It was, I mean, I'm 54, so this was when I was 15. I don't know why it was so topical at the time, whether we were just getting, I guess that's what was happening actually, we were all just acquiring our nuclear arms and our nuclear bomb and stuff, bombs. And it was in the media and I remember being just paralysed with fear at times. If any kind of noise went on outside the classroom, I thought the bomb had gone off. Real panic. Um, and it's, you know, there's different things, different generations that scare them. Um, and our generation now is so bombarded by all the media on their phones and devices and so up with it all that I think that the panic amongst the young people is tangible. It really is. So do share this. Um, and get it on their phone for them or download it or if it's a person by themselves inside self-isolation then then get people to listen to it so that this can help them 
um, coach them through on the phone on how to do it or something like that um, or post it on your social media that will be excellent because it can hopefully be of assistance to lots and lots of people at this topical time but in an upbeat way and uh, a helpful practical way enjoy the podcast uh, apologies for the noise of the dog walk but I've got limited time today so I thought that I should grab this opportunity and just record now and get it out there as it's all so relevant at the moment. Um, enjoy the podcast. So today I thought it probably more than appropriate to focus on what's currently going on in the climate and the challenges that we're all facing. Um, it's tough times. We're just at the time of recording this. We're, I'm in the UK. I'm actually outside. <laughs> in the sunshine, getting fresh air, blowing away all the germs, which I think is a good thing to do. But currently we are not yet in lockdown, although there's much talk of it, and I suspect it may well be that we'll be in lockdown soon. So at the time of recording this, we're all kind of waiting, watching, waiting, um, anticipating. Um, So I thought I would send a, a message out in terms of how we can psychologically cope with this Um, because there's a lot of anxiety out there there's a lot of worry naturally of course Um, and perhaps scaremongering and perhaps lots of doom and gloom so I wanted to try and balance that a little bit Um, acknowledging of course that there are real concerns that's fine but just sort of saying do we need to balance it a little bit do we need to, in fact, dig deep um, into all the things that I've covered previously on the podcast, actually. This is um, an, an instance where if you've been working on your resilience, which I think we covered just a couple of weeks ago, just a couple of episodes ago, where we talked about how to bounce back from things, how to tap into our inner strengths, how to cope with adversity and not just cope but thrive Um, and this is one huge example of where that is going to be useful so what inner resilience are you using what what, i suppose what i'm trying to say is most of the time and this is true with resilience work when i'm running workshops i'll say we can't control the world we can't control the external factors often of instances that we face and challenges and obstacles that we face in life not just this virus but in many others we're often not in control of what's necessarily going on but we are in control of our mind we are in control of ourselves we are in control of our reactions so we're not uh, the government today are having another cobra meeting deciding on what we should be doing in the uk now who knows whether they're going to close schools restaurants bars and put us in lockdown today or next week or when um but we're not in control of that but we are in control of lots and lots of things that we can do and lots of thoughts that we can run and lots of reactions that we can have so for example um we can start preparing making sure that we feel in control because us humans feel much better when we're in control so only this weekend on a dog walk my husband and I were talking about this we were talking about how we can both carry on functioning in our businesses Um, 
and for example uh, what what alternatives can we put in place what options can we put in place and so for my coaching um, I know that I can do coaching via FaceTime for people so that if they're self-isolating or we go into lockdown we can carry on I can carry on supporting people through perhaps what might be even tougher time if they're struggling with anxiety and things like that so we can use technology so for me coaching can continue via zoom skype facetime and so on so i can still offer support to people for him um <clears throat> we talked about if he has to work from home um already today he is going to be collecting a batch of all his letterhead all his stationery um, invoice sheets, uh, report documents, all of those sorts of stationary <clears throat> templates and getting them across to our computer at home so that I've got all his templates and can do his typing for him. He's going to bring back an audio subscriber so that I can do his audio typing and he will have an, a dictaphone machine at home. Um, so our PC will be set up for me to be able to work for him and with him if we both have to work from home. So uh, much of his work is emailed anyway so he can stay in touch with all of his clients, continue to do his reports and uh, valuations and things like that. So we're already putting those plans in place. And then I was thinking what will life be like if we are all four stuck in the house together? Well. I don't know about you, but uh, I always think when they started to talk about lockdown, I assumed that meant locked in, <laughs> uh, literally all stuck in the house together. But I don't, I don't think that is the case. For me, my interpretation of that is to get out in the garden. So I would say to you, if you've got a garden or a balcony or something, be outside as much as you can if we are in isolation or self-isolating or whatever because fresh air is so helpful with uh, immunity getting rid of all the germs killing them all off um, getting oxygen to your blood things like that so um, it's not necessarily being locked in so for me on my dog walks they will continue because I don't go to big parks where there's hundreds of people and even actually if I did I'm still surrounded by fresh air. I'm not, I'm not hugging them or sneezing over people or getting near them. I'm just, they're around, but we're not sort of in contact. So whether you have a dog or not, maybe fresh air is a good thing to do. In fact, I'm now every day, no matter what the weather, opening all our windows upstairs and ventilating the whole of the house, getting cold fresh air. The kids hate it. <laughs> I'm going back to the old days. They knew what they were doing when they used to send their recovering people off to the country or to the seaside. And they knew that fresh air, good air, exercise, sunshine helped for people who were convalescing, send them off to the coast or whatever. Um, and they weren't wrong, I think, I believe. So what if you are listening to this and you're struggling with um, being shut in, what can you do to help yourself? 
So what can any of us do to make these circumstances better for ourselves? What can you do now to prepare for a possible lockdown in terms of your work? Can you be setting stuff up? If you don't know yet how to use technology such as Zoom, can you be learning how to use that video technology where you can still have meetings with people, even if it's not work meetings, if you download Zoom, which is free, learn how to use it, you could have little meetings with your mates. I think you can have up to 20 people on the screen at once for free, so you can stay socialising, stay in contact um, with relatives, loved ones, so you don't have to feel socially isolated and cut off. That's important too. <clears throat> um, so how can you get some fresh air regularly? Open all your windows, get some air in there. The worst place, or the best place, depending on how you look at it, for germs to thrive and survive are hot, stuffy environments, central heating, where they breed and, and thrive. We don't need to give that to them. Get cold, fresh air in there and ventilate the place. and. Um, help yourself. So that's one of the things that I, I'm doing. I'm also seeing this opportunity um, to do lots of outside chores. So if we are stuck together, um, then I see this as a perfect opportunity to get on top of all the garden chores. In fact, yesterday in the rain, I thought, right, I'm going to wash the car. It's absolutely filthy. In the rain, hose pipe out, and then planted up some, some tubs. Um, and things like that. So, um, you know, washing down, brushing, getting rid of all the leaves and the moss and things off the patio area, um, cutting back some of the old plants, get it, getting it all ready. So, um, finding any job really that would be useful and give a sense of achievement, because that keeps our spirits up, but also uh, gets us outside. So any repair jobs that I can get my son to do, get him outside. Um, I, I'm going back to the old ways. So what can you be doing in this time, if we are in, that, in lockdown or anything, or you're isolated, what can you be doing outside? Can you be going for walks? Um, are there places you can go for long walks? Can you start to run? Little jogs? Come to a new sport or a new activity? Um, can you do chores outside? Can you clear your shed? Can you clear your garage? Can you clear the, the hedges, cut those back? What can you do to use this time and get a sense of achievement, but also to use this time to get outside and not sit inside? I remember on one of these podcasts saying to you about all the research that shows that uh, between two study groups, half of the study group were forced to have a sedentary lifestyle. They were forced to do minimal movement, deeply discouraged to do any kind of movement for the study. And the other trial group were encouraged to do normal activity. Whatever their normal activity was, they carried on as before. Within just a week of enforced sedentary lifestyle, the, the group uh, were found to have far more increased stress hormones in their blood system, um, far uh, reported uh, feeling much lower in terms of emotional well-being um, and feeling more stressed as well as the stress markers that, that they were discovered to have. That was just one week. So um, 
what I'm trying to say is an antidote to the possible lockdown that we may be facing, or if you are self-isolating, maybe to continue doing things, to continue having a sense of achievement. What can you use this time for to turn it around as a positive? Because this can be a gift. This time that we can spend um, away from the grind, away from commuting, away from the busyness and the traffic and everything, we could use this as an opportunity. We could clear cupboards, clear the attic, clear out junk, get it ready, a pile for the charity shop, a pile for the skip, wherever, um, and a pile for selling on eBay. You could see this as an opportunity to, okay, what could I put on eBay when life returns back to normal? Um, or recycle or free cycle. Um, so that's very therapeutic and very good for the soul to have a good old turf out and tidy up. Um, what, what could you tidy out of the shed, the garage, outside? Get your tubs ready, your pots, get, grow some, get some little, little pots in the shelf on the windowsill if you're indoors on a flat or an apartment. Uh, what uh, things could you grow in the window? little herbs, little tomatoes, little chilies, all of those sorts of things. Great sense of achievement. Um, or could you learn a new skill? There are loads and loads of courses out there that are free. Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. I think it's dot com. But certainly look up Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Have loads of free courses out there on the internet and paid courses which who knows you might want to sign up for one of those and uh, learn a completely new skill or start to learn a new skill this may be an opportunity for that the open university have some free short courses um on the internet so maybe look up the open university and there are other free short courses out there those are just two that i can think of or two platforms that i can think of so could you do a short course or several short courses. Could you learn a new language? Um, could you start to research um, a side hustle, a sideline? Um, there are all sorts of things that you can do. Could you start a blog? Could you write a book? Could you sit down and start writing? Could you write poetry? Uh, could you do some creative stuff that you've always wanted to do but you never feel you have any time? You know, could you get um, start painting? If, um, or drawing, um, <clears throat> or making things. If um, my mother-in-law is in Spain, and she's 84, she's they're in lockdown anyway now. Um, but she's got lots of food in. She's by herself. She lost her husband uh, late last year, so this is a difficult time for her. But yesterday, she said she's getting a sewing machine out. She hasn't had a sewing machine out for a very, very long time. She doesn't know what she's going to make but she's gonna sit down and make some things. What a great thing to do instead of, that, that's resilience, that's bouncing back instead of playing the victim card or the, um, that negative card, that's not helping anybody. So she's thinking, what can I do with this time? How can I use it well and enjoy it and look back and think, you know, a bit like the war spirit, we made the best of this situation. So is there something creative that you've always wanted to do? Or could you use this time for moving around your furniture? Moving around, rearranging your home, decorating if you've got some old paint? Or, or could you, before we go into lockdown, go out and get some paint 
Now, for Pernell, a bit like us getting the stationery at home, can you go out and get a load of paint and emulsion and um, some masking tape and some brushes and decide that when you're in lockdown, you're going to redecorate the house? Could you get the carpet cleaner out? You've got a carpet cleaner, a steam cleaner, cleaning all the carpets. What could you do that you've been meaning to do that you could use this time for? Um, because I always think during tough times of any kind, any kind, there's usually some good in there somewhere if we look for it. Um, but we have to look for it, especially if we're feeling frightened and anxious. Um, this can be a great opportunity. And actually looking for the good and looking for the gift that it might inadvertently bring, and it does, these things often do when we look back on hindsight. Although it might be difficult at the time, we look back and think, actually, you know what? This, this and this came of it. And that's the trick, I think. So we can do that with the benefit of foresight. We've currently not in lockdown. So what can you currently be thinking? Okay, I'll plan, I'll prepare, I'll use that time to do the gardening. So you could use that time now to go out and get whatever you need, the potting compost, the seeds, the herbs, whatever, whatever it is you want to do. Get the stuff in now. Or if you wanted to write a book or do something creative, get to the art shops and get all your equipment now. Or if you want to do painting and decorating, you know, just set place, things in place so that you're not dreading it. Uh, one of my friends is um, in self-isolation because she's got lots of health issues and she is very vulnerable. So they are self-isolating. And she messaged yesterday saying, we've only had one day of this. We've been in self-isolation for one day and we're already going out of our mind. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I, was, I passionately believe, as you know, is to keep fit. Um, often at times, like Christmas, when we think we're in and we're stuck in the house, we sit there and we watch lots of TV, eat lots of bad food and don't do any exercise and we're climbing the walls by the end of it. Although it's nice for a day or two, by the end, often we're climbing the walls. It feels too long, etc, etc. Well, this isn't Christmas and I think we need to perhaps decide that we're not going to just give in, sit down and watch loads of TV and start climbing the walls we can still be fit and healthy. In fact, I would say it's probably essential that we continue to do that because fitness definitely supports and helps our immune system. So this may be the perfect time, especially if it's been something on your to-do list, um, it may well be the perfect time to get fit. And you say, how? I'm stuck in, I can't go to the gym. No, of course not. But we can do loads and loads at home loads at home there is loads of stuff we can download there is a great yoga um youtube channel adrienne yoga i think she's got hundreds of different yoga sequences for beginners all the way for just short 16 19 minute ones up to sort of 45 minute hour full body yoga you can pick and choose could be that you come to yoga for the first time and that could be the, bon uh, the benefit and the, the plus that we get from this time. So you could practice yoga, you could practice meditation or mindfulness. There are free apps available, um, or paid apps on the phones, 
we can download on our devices. Um, so you could learn some meditation, which is very, very good if you're anxious and frightened about all of this. Maybe a perfect time to learn um, self-management and helpful techniques to help your anxiety through this tough time. But thereafter, when we settle in a month or two, you've got a little toolkit there ready for any further anxiety. You've learned perhaps that meditation and breathing or mindfulness has been really helpful through this time. You can use it elsewhere. Um, there are also other workouts that are on the internet, you know, more high impact workouts that are available there that you can do um, if you want more high impact stuff. Um, you don't have to have expensive equipment, you don't have to have heavy weights, you can use stuff from the cupboards. Um, you know, bags of flour, tins, heavy tins, those sorts of things. Um, bottles, shampoo bottles, as long as even, you're evenly weighted. That, don't worry, nobody was shooting at me there. That was a bird scarer. <laughs> I am safe. Um, <clears throat> that's proof that I'm out in the wilds. Um, so, thinking with a positive mental approach of what can I do for my health, my fitness, use this time for fitness. Also use this time for good nutrition um, and vitamins and things like that because make sure you're getting all the right nutrients and you have fruit, have vegetables. Um, try and avoid all the processed rubbish because they're not, they don't give us any nourishment, they don't give us any goodness or any vitamins or minerals and we need to be strong and resilient physically at this time to be able to fight any viruses we may pick up or, or to fight not even picking them up in the first place. So I also firmly believe that we need to make ourselves physically stronger and more able to fight this by preloading with good healthy nutrition. Lots of whole grains, um, lots of fruit, veg, um, buckwheat, uh, quinoa, all of those sorts of things rather than the white processed flowers, white processed pastas, all the white bland stuff not so great but the whole grains ah, I thought I'd lost my dog but I can hear pheasants going now here she is <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's great isn't it when you look around that we're all in this panic mode and uh, in this crazy world and waiting for governments to make decisions and experts hoping experts find via, um, sort of injections to prevent us getting it or treatments to get rid of it and nature just carries on. I put some bird seed out over the weekend for the little birds who are nesting and uh, watching them this morning just foraging, feeding, rushing off, busy, busy, busy little birds, watching my dog carry on, watching the pheasants. Nature just carries on. Nature just has its sus, doesn't it? It's us that messes up. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> so those are practical ways um, of approaching this I hope they're helpful but mentally as well we've got to stay well mentally and by that mean I mean don't panic at all um, we are a resilient um, animal we're very intelligent very clever we've got far more up our sleeve now in terms of knowledge and strategies and abilities and technology to be able to all close down get over this and move on well, people talk about, oh, but the Spanish flu killed, it was different then, we've got far better 
uh, treatments, for better research, for better um, knowledge and technology to communicate and look after each other. Everything's different now. It's not a repeat of the same. Um, so I think the last thing to say is to protect yourself mentally. Um, don't uh, decide who you're going to listen to and what you're going to tune into. Don't feed all of this hysteria and this panic. Listen to the headlines, find out what the form is, but don't, don't binge on it. Don't keep talking about it, watching it, reading about it and scaring yourself. Um, there's no point doing that. It will just drag your anxiety down. It's read what you need to read, get that bit of information and turn it off. Um, I love what Italy were doing over the weekend of all singing to each other and keeping everybody upbeat, um, keeping spirits high and in Spain. Lovely, lovely atmosphere. Um, I think if we could keep upbeat and keep in touch with our friends via technology and keep cheerful and watch comedy. It, we've got to listen to the headlines and find out the facts, that's fine. But I think we then need to balance that. You then need to consciously bring in some upbeat stuff, a break from it all, some light entertainment, some distraction, read a great novel, listen to a funny podcast, watch a great film, an uplifting film. Um, we've got to look after our emotional well-being as well. And if we just feed it all of this doom, gloom, um, scare, fear and worry, we are really going to drag ourselves down emotionally. And that, that actually is not serving anybody. It's not going to change anything. And if anything, it's going to drag your immune system down. It's going to affect your sleep. Um, it's going to affect everything. Um, um, that, that isn't going to help. It's not going to help one bit. It doesn't change the outcome. What can change the outcome is lots of practical strategies. Some of them I've listed before, and you may have lots of other ones. And if you do, please share them. Um, if you go on my Facebook page, uh, Milestone Training Facebook page, which you can connect onto via the website. So first go to the website, www.milestone-coaching.co.uk. There you can click on the Facebook page. And when you're in the Facebook page, you can then, I, I hope, believe, you can request to join my confidence group. And we're a small group um, of like-minded people. And I'm hoping that what we can do there is become a kind of support network. That's my plan for this week, is to sort of put some things up there and to get people involved. And to share the things that they're doing, the creative ideas they come up with about, I don't know, the, how to use their time um, or how to get fit while they're stuck in or what foods they use. I want us all to share in a positive way, a little community. So if you want to go to the website and click onto the Facebook icon and from there request, whoops, nearly fell over, request to join the confidence group, um, then we can start communicating and sharing and getting a little support network up together, which I think would help but support in a positive way not in a scare 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 worry everybody way um i think that doesn't help anybody at all <clears throat> so what we've got to remember there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who have had this and recovered thousands and the problem is the 
media are understandably focusing on the death numbers. But what we've got to bear in mind is there are people dying, thousands of people dying, every single day of other things. That's fairly normal. The death, de death in, our, in life is normal part of life. Um, but at the moment they're giving us numbers and that's all we're thinking about. We're all going to die. We're not all going to die. We're absolutely not. So put strategies in place and look after yourselves and turn this round. Turn this round into the best it can be. Um, make the time count. Feel in control. You feel in control the minute you're doing things to make uh, the time easier and better. So that's good for your emotions. Balance your emotions with some positivity and some uplifting stuff. Um, look after each other and keep in touch, but in a positive way. Um, not focusing on the doom and gloom and the worry and feeding each other's worries. Put a stop to that after a few minutes, enough, and then talk about other things. <clears throat> and I think in a couple of weeks I'll be able to <laughs> publish the episode I was going to publish today um, about normal things. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep uh, publishing things around this subject to try and help us all have a better time of things. Um, if there's anything you can think of, then send me an email and I'll try and address it. And I'm hoping that our next um, podcast will be about nutrition and how we can tackle nutrition in terms of our immune system and our health. So that should be the next podcast episode. But stick with us. If when you listen to this, we're not in the virus, it, we're, it's all behind us. Um, then you may feel this isn't appropriate, but of course it is. It, this is appropriate for life generally because these are life strategies. These are strategies on how can I make this difficult situation, whatever that is, and it may be that you're listening to this a year down the line and it's not the virus, but it could be other things that you're tackling in your life. And the same tips apply. Try and get some control. As I've said previously, control the controllables. Us humans always feel better when we feel we're in control of what we can. Um, and put things in place and be mindful of your mental approach, staying strong and positive and not looking for the doom and gloom. And looking after yourself and your well-being, your health and your fitness and being outside and fresh air and vitamin D. All of that applies no matter what the challenge because it all helps. So. Um, have a good week and I look forward to talking to you on next week's episode of Life Coaching on the Move. All the best. <laughs>